What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Andrew. Hey, Goldberg! I bet if that talk was a cheese broken, you'd stop it. No, I agree. I would not be an acid physically. I have more of a podcast body. Quack, 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 no! It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. We got a title to defend. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hello, everyone. That's Kevin. Oh, Kevin's not here. He, quote, got roped into a bunch of meetings. He did start a new job, though, so I'll give him a little leeway on that. But Kevin is not here, but we needed to press on because this is a big episode. We are back. 2022. First, I I don't know, first uh, non-quack question of the year winner episode of 2022. Appreciate everyone's understanding with last week. And we got some news. We got some big news to cover. So let's just go straight into it here from our favorite website, the dizinsider.com. Some people call it the Diz Insider, but I don't think that's the right way to say it. So no, I really don't. You know, I think our way is correct. Um, And, um, you know, maybe we'll get uh, one of their founders on one day and we can dissect it this is like the gif gif discussion of yeah. our time really yeah in like 40 years somebody's gonna come out with like an article it's like this is the correct pronunciation of the Diaz insider but i will preface this by saying i don't have any other inside info other than what they are reporting um we made a lot of fun of them before game changer season one but they did seem to nail everything they reported so At this point, we're kind of taking them as, you know, legit, but I will still try to, you know, follow up and see what I can find out on my own. But again, I don't have any info, but the DIAZinsider.com comes out with an article, says they have new characters for season two. Um, They've learned exclusively that production is slated to start in February 2022 and wrap up in sometime in June 2022. Uh, this goes back to something one of our um, Quackalites emailed me about is, will they release season two on the 30th anniversary of D1, which would be October 2nd, I believe, or October 5th, one of those two, which I think would be in play. I think it, with this schedule might be a little late, actually. They turned it around for season one pretty quickly, but we can get into this. So... The D is insider.com says season two will find the team honing their skills at a hockey themed summer camp. Uh, before we get into the, the new characters, just your initial thoughts here on just the premise going into season two here, Tommy. So I think the initial thing that you think of, especially with Steve Brill and the Mighty Ducks Connections is heavyweights. Um, for those of you who aren't familiar and I don't know why you're listening to this podcast, if you don't know what heavyweights is, it's a, you know, it's a fat camp and movie in the 90s um, directed by um, or written by Steve Brill or was it just directed? I think it was written by him. Written and then Judd Apatow directed. Um, of course, Keenan Thompson's in it, you know, and um, Sean Weiss and... Um, uh carp and schwartz carp yeah um and so that connection is just right there for us and it also seems to make a lot of sense that they're not going with like the next school year 
um, because that is essentially the same thing that you're doing. And this essentially also leaves all kinds of things for like season three potentially, because it, it's almost like this is like a little spinoff, if you will. Right. It's they're going away somewhere to do something before they go back to Minneapolis. Um, and so I think it really works. And also, since we know that Gordon Bobbay is not going to be there, you don't need to like essentially replace them with a new coach. And that also gives you a season three, like who's our new coach going to be for whatever team we're going to be on. So I actually like it. Um, I think it's a way to keep it fresh. And, you know, I expect that there will be a lot of hijinks if this is uh, going to be, if it all takes place at a summer camp or a majority of the, uh, of the season. Yeah. It's an interesting uh, shift. I do like the heavyweights connection that could happen here. Uh, yeah. To your point, I think we're delaying any sort of Gordon Bombay replacement to season three, which is uh, uh, probably necessary based on, you know, when the news came out, but uh, I don't know, maybe the writers knew much earlier than the rest of us did. Yeah. So summer camp you figure it's maybe the beginning ish of d2 where they're all getting together to compete in some sort of you know international competition as i've mentioned before steve brill has said in interviews he wants to have some sort of international tournament COVID sort of uh push that back even further so i i'm wondering yeah if it will be like a a camp to make some sort of national team to go back to the junior goodwill games for some sort of season three. So yeah, I think this is like the beginning of D2 maybe stretched out for like five hours, which would be fun. I I'm in for the hijinks as Tommy mentioned here. So a lot to look forward to. Yeah. And, you know, right off the bat, they mention, um, and of course, if you haven't clicked on this link, please do, you know, um, reward their reporting with your click and engagement time. Um, there's a number of characters listed on here that they're casting for. It doesn't quite scream to me like, oh, this is the Bombay replacement. Because you got to think, again, they already have that person, um, whoever it might be, or whoever is going to be essentially the adult lead opposite Lord Graham, you know, picked out. It's not something, something where they're doing like an open casting call. And in reading through these like adult um, postings, whatever it might be, mm -hmm. um, none of them scream like series lead. They're all like recurring guest star is what they say the only series regular is for a 15 year old player who you got to think is like just a, a new don't bother if you will although um the description given by uh the d is insider uh is essentially like a former hockey phenom right. and rebellious player um the, oh and i guess like Here's an interesting tidbit, and this is a direct quote. He has no interest in being part of the hardcore hockey institute that his father runs. Mm. So you got to think that Ryder Cole's father is the new Bombay type figure. Yeah. So let's let's uh, back up a little bit here. So the Diaz Insider lists five new characters again, uh, or sorry, six new characters, five recurring guest stars. So we think these are just going to be you know one season type deals. Which again, smart. You get them in, you get them out. Who knows? Maybe if something really crazy happens, they join on. But the only series regular is a kid named Ryder Cole. The description for him, a 15-year-old male of white or mixed half-white ethnicity, a rebellious stud with a bad boy attitude. Once a hockey phenom, a recent meltdown from the intense pressure has caused a glitch in his shot and has made him hate the game he used to love. He has no interest in being part of the hardcore hockey institute that his father runs. So a lot of um, possibilities here. 
something that's been mentioned is yeah the the bombay replacement is the son or he is the son of the bombay replacement cole the last name of a varsity player in d3 and obviously cole michael cudlitz still acting who knows maybe maybe there's some sort of negotiations or something happening here or maybe it's just like a nice little easter egg but this could go back to um you know our theory about either some sort of belafonte or Keenan Thompson son character, or I guess Russ Tyler's son character, not necessarily related to them in this sense. We've talked about them being related, but um, as a sort of uh, kind of ringer to come into the team and shake things up. So interested to see how he goes in. Any other thoughts on, on Ryder Cole here? Um, I, I wonder if it's uh, also going to kind of play like, a rival to Evan almost in terms of like getting Sophie's affections, mm-hmm. um, you know, rebellious set with a bad boy attitude. We all love bad boys. Um, so that will be really interesting. I think that also maybe opens up like a line or an episode where uh, Dean Portman is, uh, is mentioned or gets a cameo where it's like, you know, the original bash brother and he's maybe uh you know, maybe he can kind of get into it that way. But, um, but one of the interesting parts is like, he doesn't love hockey anymore. Right. So maybe that's also like a Charlie Conway opening where, Hey, I fell out of love with hockey. This is how I got back in or something. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely going to have to come in and rediscover the game. He loves maybe through some sort of ice skating or rollerblading scene, a la Bombay there. So I, uh, yeah, I'm interested. I'm in on Ryder Cole. I think mean, great addition. All right, the next character is Shane Lawrence. He's a recurring guest star. 16-year-old male, Lawrence, in quotes, is a godlike teen athlete with a great smile and great hair who is only interested in himself. The super, superstar player is the socially awkward Koob's intimidating roommate for the summer. So a little clues here. So they're bunking. They're bunking in the summer. Uh, they're playing hockey obviously you figure there's some sort of i don't know love hate relationship with coop how do you see it playing out with coop here um well coop is definitely kind of like the the introvert he's playing video games all day um and so i wonder if it's kind of like the deliberate where you you room people who will get force the other ones out of their comfort zone mm-hmm. or in this case it just kind of leads to easier scenes to write um but godlike teen athlete with great smile and great hair it's almost like logan except he's got really really good like skills right um and so only interested in himself he's definitely going to be like an antagonist here um and you know i wonder if Ryder cole thinking back is going to be roommates with um with evan um if, if that's how they're going to go but anywho more on shane lawrence um not a huge fan of the name yeah um you know, I think maybe that's because we're all used to the Lawrence brothers. It's like, give me a, give me a better name here. Um, but we'll see, you know, this is just an early casting call. Um, and I don't know. I, I think socially awkward Coob is that kind of plays into what we know and um, godlike teen athlete, you know, it's going to be interesting. I wonder if this is the kid that we all hate. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if, you know, Coob and Shane are going to be, you know, bad for another bad for one another initially where like Coob gets Shane into video games and he's like skipping practice. And then Shane is like teaching Coob how to talk to girls or something like that. But then they eventually come around and 
you know, course correct. So who knows? But those are the only two players that uh, have been listed here. It seems like those are both obviously going to be players, some sort of uh, either on the team or competition for the don't bother slash mighty ducks here. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see who Ryder Cole rooms with. I think, I think Evan would be, make sense. Maybe Nick, maybe Logan, who knows? But um, yeah, if you have any thoughts, yeah, I would, I would assume Evan now that I think about it more, but there's yeah, and I also think it's like, you can have a thing where like Nick is like, well, I assume me and Evan would be rooming together. Or oh something. yeah. Unless they have like three people in a room, which is just fine. Um, and then you can have like the whole, you know, Nick kind of feeling like Evan's not his best friend anymore or whatever. Right. Or maybe Nick is even at camp. Maybe he's doing something else. Mm. That's what I would, that's what I would include. Nick broke his leg and he's got to stay at like at home perfecting his podcast. Yeah, no, but that's a great point, though. If they're going to camp, there's a possibility that not all Mighty Ducks, original Mighty Ducks, make it to the camp, and we might be missing a few. So this could, you could be... also have some of them going to camp and some of them like doing something else. Oh, yeah, a lot of possibilities here. Yeah, this whole this whole um, scenery change has really opened up the doors. It's like they have professional writers thinking about this stuff. All right, let's move on to the next guest star. It is Marnie. She's a female in her 30s to 50s. That's kind of a big range, but a slightly overwhelmed and unconfident administrative assistant. She's scared of her boss and wouldn't dare cross him, but doesn't fit in at a high-intensity hockey institute. She used to run a nature center. So kind of the oddball, you would figure. My my gut feeling is, you know, she's sort of, sort of, uh, buddies up with some of the kids and sneaks them, I don't know, food, bad junk food or something like that. But uh, your thoughts on Marnie here? Tommy. Yeah, it's so again, reading between the lines here, it's, you know, the um, scared of her boss, who we imagine is Ryder Cole's dad. So Mr. Cole, we call him that. Um, and doesn't fit in at the high intensity hockey institute. I can imagine it's like, I just needed a job for the summer, you know, you know, because my nature center got shut down or, or whatever um so kind of like a fish out of water kind of thing and maybe there's some kind of training thing where it's like oh think about like be very zen you know mm -hmm. and you know this is how you focus by you know thinking about all the things you do well instead of you know focusing on like i'm not good at free throws be like oh but i'm very good at layups you know that kind of thing so i could see uh, an episode surrounding you know each one of these recurring guest stars and you know for for marnie it could be about, you know, going with the flow. Yeah. So then we move on to Jackie. Jackie is a female in her 30s to 40s. The incredibly Jack strength and conditioning coach. She's tough and challenges the kids, but has a sensitive side. Um, interesting that they made the strength and conditioning coach a woman. I do like that little um, twist. I think we're sort of conditioned to see pun definitely not intended there uh to see strength and conditioning coaches as men um well, yes. her name being jackie and she's jacked i think this needs to be um lars is like little cousin mm. you know lars of course being the uh one of the heavyweight counselors and he's of course very into fitness and he has a little bit of a sensitive side at the end um but i think uh, jackie should go like full into like being from Scandinavia or something like that. And then you get a nice tie-in to the Goodwill games that'll presumably, hopefully be season three. Yeah. 
Yeah, I other than, you know, the little twist, I don't have much. I feel like she's going to be, you know, a good ally for the kids. But um, yeah, still push them. So I don't know, maybe maybe she's the most like a sort of Bombay type deal in this situation. But there is no real Bombay uh, moving to Toby. Toby, another recurring guest star, male in his 30s to 40s, the coach of the quote unquote mind gym, where the team goes to work on the mental aspects of hockey. Very smart and a bit odd, but with sharp-eyed intention intensity. Uh, your thoughts, your thoughts. I don't, I don't know what to make of him, really. Yeah, this was a tough one to really kind of visualize. Um, you know, again, this is like, how does this kind of plan, like mental aspects of hockey? Okay, that's good. But everyone else, I can kind of envision, you know, an episode around, you know, mm-hmm. and obviously kind of being there at the camp but it's tough for me to be like, okay, here's the Toby episode. Um, but mind gym is good. And maybe that goes more into like the whole nature center was like, yeah, focus on the mental aspect and you won't mess up that kind of thing. And you could also have like good teaching moments for, for each one of these kids. And I guess by having like a recurring guest star, it's like they each get their own episode almost where they're going through one of these aspects of becoming, you know, a well-rounded hockey player. Yeah. Obviously you have the mind gym you have Ryder Cole. He doesn't want to be part of the hardcore hockey Institute as father runs. I feel like there's some connection between those two, but let's move on here to Rufus Rufus male in his forties th- to fifties, a chipper and energetic nutrition. It says couch, but I would assume that's a typo. Supposed to be well, I don't know. <laughs> Diaz insider was right about everything else. Let's assume it's just a couch who is somehow talking and loves talking about eating healthy. Um, I guess we can take a leap and say that's supposed to be speak coach. Yeah. A chipper and a new and energetic nutrition coach who loves his job and loves teaching kids how to eat healthy. Maybe a little too much. Uh, I will say just in, in light of that typo, there are a lot of like, capitalized stuff here that does not need to be capitalized a lot of grammar errors in these uh character descriptions that uh yeah no maybe disney needs to you know hire us to help work on that with but anyway rufus your thoughts on rufus i love here. the name rufus i think that's great um nice little nod to uh george carlin and bill and ted perhaps or maybe it's just say hey, rufus is a good name name on that um Again, you can really kind of visualize how he might work with kids, loves teaching kids how to eat healthy, maybe a little bit too much. You can imagine good one-liner each episode. It's like, oh, enjoy your, like, put a little nutbag on your kale and you'll really be Mm -hmm. enjoying that. And then, you know, Evan's like, I don't like any of that. You know, that all sounds terrible. Um, So I think you're going to get some good stuff in there. And maybe, like, there's an episode where he works with Coob to to eat right um, or something like that. Um, or, Or maybe there's also an episode where you see him, like, I used to be at a fat camp or something like that, you know, that was run by Jerry Stiller mm. and, um, you know, and then maybe you get a little Pat Finley cameo or something. So maybe Rufus is the connection to um, the heavyweight universe that we need. Yeah. I like that. Even if it's just like a little nod there, but yeah, I think he's got a lot of potential for some like recurring bits each episode, some good comedy potential, I think for rufus here so those are the guest stars uh which one are you most excited about just out of the out of the character descriptions here which one are you like i'm in on right away 
Um, I kind of like Ryder Cole. He's the regular just because it is kind of like, I mean, it's the most descriptive and it's a series regular. You know, once a hockey phenom, recent meltdown for the intense pressure has caused a glitch in his shot and made him hate the game he used to love. I think that's good. And it also kind of goes into the themes that we've talked about for season one that the writers talked about of it, you know, kind of, you know, youth hockey or youth sports being life. Um, right. And now here you've got Ryder Cole who probably doesn't want to do hockey anymore. And maybe it's something where instead of like him realizing he does love hockey and like coming back to his dad, maybe it's his dad realizing his son doesn't want to mm. play hockey anymore. And maybe that would be the way to go. Um, but anyhow, I'm interested, um, interested in him, but I'm also interested in Jackie, um, the incredibly Jack strength and conditioning coach. Um, but, you know, he's got a sensitive side. Um, really looking forward to, to seeing some of the casting with this. Um, and I'm just like picturing like, you know, like a Miss Universe or something like that. who's like <laughs> just super jacked. Yeah. Yeah, that would be interesting. I, I'm also in on Ryder Cole. I would like it if they if they turned it around and said, hey, hockey's not for him. Maybe he likes art or something else. And he just, his dad lets him go. That'd be a very emotional moment um, instead of sort of him rediscovering the love for hockey that we all think uh, would happen. I'm, I'm also in on Rufus. I think he's got a lot of possibilities to him. So interested to see how he plays out. Do you think we'll get any sort of recognizable names here. Like, uh, you know, first one, obviously, uh, Lauren Graham, Alex Morrow. Do, do we think any, anybody where people are like, oh, wow, that person's in this. You know, you got to think that Ryder Cole's dad is assuming he is like kind of like the male lead, unless he's like a mystery character who you never see, which would be, mm-hmm. kind of a, which would be neat. Um, you got to figure it's got to be a name of sorts. It's funny right. as, you know, I was a, uh, Rewatching Ozark um, a couple nights ago, um, the new season's coming out. I was like, Jason Bateman would be a good like Bombay replacement, mm. um, but he's probably a little bit too big for this. Um, uh, although he's he's been good in everything I've seen him in, but to be fair, I've only seen him in stuff like post Arrested Development. I didn't really follow his uh, career before then. Although I guess he was in Teen Wolf or something. But yeah, that's uh, I think we're gonna get some some actors who probably don't jump off the page. Um, Mm-hmm. in terms of like oh that person because that's kind of how it was with um game changers season one right um there really weren't you know household names in it other than of course lauren graham and emilio estevez but of course coach t um you know he he was more well known um but you know think of some of the other adult characters you know what weren't really you know uh right you know, folks that were household names i think right yeah it is, now that you bring it up, it is interesting that they don't have, you know, a, a casting description for Ryder Cole's dad. I mean, they talk about this hockey institute. They talk about the father. Uh, it, it seems like just from that point and reading between the lines that they have someone here for Ryder Cole's dad already. So, yeah, maybe that's the name that we uh, are going to learn here soon. Yeah. And, you know, my question for you, Mike, is how does Lauren Graham play into this? If this is a hockey camp setting, do we have like the dueling like storylines where Lauren Graham is back doing her thing? um, Or is she like, you know, part of this camp in some capacity, you know, doing the books? I don't know. Yeah, I think it goes like one of two ways. Either she, you know, drops Evan off at camp and like there's some 
phone calls back and forth and she's in maybe i don't know five episodes or something like that instead of the whole season or we get a whole line about her you know dropping evan off but she's in law school and her and stephanie are working on things and we get sort of an adult storyline but i don't know I don't know sort of the writer's intentions here with like, do we want to stay focused on the kids or are we going to dive deeper into the adult sort of relationship in season two? Kind of like the idea of like them dropping them off at camp in like, see like the beginning of episode two or maybe the end of episode Mm. two, then coming back from camp at the end of episode like eight and then giving us a couple episodes to like finalize. So maybe Lauren Graham is featured heavily in those, but like, again, you have the calls back during camp and at some point Evan's homesick and he comes back and they have a little skating montage. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I think the good thing is, is that we can't predict it and that there are a lot of different avenues you can go with. To me, that's exciting. Um, Again, assuming that, you know, we've got like the summer camp thing kind of like wrapped up as the main storyline. Right. Yeah. I mean, I could definitely see Evan going home for some reason, whether he gets kicked out or he's like, I don't want to do this anymore. And then, yeah, there's sort of a Bombay Charlie D three moment where Alex comes in and, you know, coaches Evan up and sends him back and he shows up and, you know, he wants to play two-way hockey or whatever. So yeah, a lot, a lot to go on. I think, yeah, the biggest questions are, yeah, what's going to happen to these original adults here? Are we going to see Coach T? Are we going to see Stephanie? Are we going to see Alex Morrow? All those people. And yeah, what are all the Mighty Ducks slash Don't Bothers going to go to this camp? Or is there is there going to be secondary storylines? Are they just not going to show up? Will we get the Mighty Ducks in there? Will we get Trevor and Ruby in this camp? So a lot to, um, a lot of stuff. We just, I guess, have to wait till probably July, August to figure out. So here, here's something that they could do is um, uh, Evan signs up for the wrong camp, mm. ends up going to like theater camp, <laughs> which is like on the other side of the lake. Oh yeah. And so like, it shows kind of his progression there. Um, and so maybe he's there along with like, you know, um, one of the other kids or the checkmates are there to like hone their English. And it was like, oh, theater camp is good. Um, I could see s- something like that. Or maybe it's like Nick signed up for the wrong camp. Um, that would be a very Nick thing to do. Um, yeah. But. Yeah. Some sort of like escape or journey that's like just kid driven. Definitely yeah. yeah like we got to go rescue Nick from his theater camp or rescue right. Evan from drama school, you know? R- Right. Yeah. Across the lake. That's a classic sort of move there. Two camps across the lake. Um, Yeah. I'm interested. I'm interested. I personally, I'm in, I'm all excited for this. I think it's going to be very fun to do something completely different and we can sort of see where it goes as they buy time to figure out the Bombay situation and everything else. But uh, yeah, your final sort of thoughts, scale one to 10, How excited are you for season two? Keeping in mind, you know, if you were to take yourself out of the Quackatech podcast and we're just watching as a regular fan, excitement for season two. I'd say um, it's probably six and a half or a seven. Mm. I'm going to say seven because it was probably pretty low when you know that Bombay is not coming back, but this gives it a great energy bolt, you know? Um, So we've got a jolt of excitement here. And 
really the kind of the next thing is is again who is the Bombay replacement because then that makes you even more excited or makes you like ooh I don't like that whatsoever um, so I think solid six and a half seven is is good um, and then if we do get you know the person that we really need to be you know Ryder Cole's dad assuming that's who it's going to be then mm-hmm. then it's great uh, maybe it needs to be a you know Tony Perkis bring back Ben Stiller <laughs> and he's running a hockey camp now I think yeah. that could work yeah I mean the other thing now that I'm thinking of it is do any like ducks cameos fit in with this summer camp you'd figure you could have you know oh i guess we already did banks but somebody may already made the gunner stall already made the pros and now he's training at this institute and he's you know talking to the kids you could have pro athletes i think that's been mentioned on our discord so yeah some some possibility there but i don't know i, I how- think Aaron Schwartz is a, is a good one. Cause I think he could do is like, Oh yeah, I went to this camp when I was a kid and I became an amazing player. And now look at me, like I'm yeah. great looking. Yeah. It'd be interesting if it was like the same camp that had sort of rebranded around hockey. Uh, yeah. A lot of possibilities. You also got to think, so a summer camp surrounding hockey. Mm-hmm. So normally when you think of summer camp, you think like outdoors, right? Okay, so, but hockey, it's got to obviously have like an indoor arena. And so does that mean the dorms are indoors and they're not really getting into like lake hijinks. There's no blob or anything like that. Um, don't dance with the, uh, the girls camp across yeah. the way. Um, so that'll be interesting. Um, but I guess you're going to get some aspects of like dorm life, if you will, um, which is, you know, one of the better parts of Eden Hall. Again, the hijinks. Um, so that'll be interesting. And you know, if they're filming, you know, February through June, you know, maybe we'll, we'll get some good outdoor scenes that they're shooting in May or something for, for their rollerblading outside or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Like when I would go to hockey camp over the summer, it was usually out of college. Um, so, you know, you, you had hockey camp, but there was also like the volleyball camp there. So you could get kids from other camps to come in and mingle if they wanted to uh personally i would put my i would be at like an eight or nine i'm in on this but you know bombay does dampen it a bit but i think there's two schools of thought here there's either like oh bombay's gone i'm out or there's like oh i watched season one i i like these kids i like these characters i'm in on these characters with or without bombay so interesting things to um ponder here as we go into the next five, six months, but I'm excited news on Mighty Ducks game changer season two. It feels good. We've gone over time. So no quack question today, but anything else we need to cover before we adjourn. No, I, I want, I want to hear the quack light thoughts. We also need to talk about uh, some of our own casting um, yeah. in the coming weeks and how we're going to be approaching that. Um, so we'll be, uh, we'll be looking into it. Yeah, a lot of thoughts already on the Discord. If you're not on there, there's a link in the show notes. You tell us there or elsewhere your thoughts on these casting, on the storyline, the setting, all that kind of stuff. For us, thequacktech.com. Go there, contact us at quacktechpod on Twitter, facebook.com slash quacktechpod. Go to iTunes, give us five stars. Tell us your favorite um, new character to come into season two here. Again, go to the Discord, as I mentioned. A lot of discussion going on there with this news. Uh, Thanks to all our producers. We appreciate you. 
again, I think JD is the last one. He, he re-upped. So thank you, JD. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quick and dick is back.